It's 5 o'clock in pirate country, and it's time to get pumped up with the P-Men. and hit the road. 94.3 The Game is going to get you home and the P-Man's not holding back. Yes! Yes! Pirates win! Pirates win! Bring on the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. Holy mackerel! Oh my goodness! The flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Well, Monday morning quarterback edition. Well, it wouldn't be Monday morning, would it, Ben? Monday afternoon quarterback edition. It only feels like the morning. The day's just so been so brisk. It's brisk by. It's whisked by, you know. I'm surprised you're not saying it's a long day. You Usually didn't Mondays are the longest s- day. You didn't detect my sarcasm? Well, yeah, I, I guess I didn't. You know I'm a little slow. By, by the way, did you notice in... Uh, the studios I'm working from today. Did you notice the uh, the award I got? Award. It's a it's a it's a it's an award. Oh from, yes 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 an award. It's a it's an Fragilia. It's a, it's a it major, must be French. It's a ma- it's a major French award. So my wife, great lady, right? I, yeah, Somebody and what. Somebody in one of these neighborhood, uh, you know, what are they? Sales things? Is it a Facebook you know, group? You, yeah, like a Facebook group. Yeah, the yard sale Facebook groups. Yeah, the, the uh, thank you, Ben. He put up a lamp from the Christmas story, like a full-size legitimate lamp of the leg, right? I mean, with the tassels for yep. the shade, the whole nut. You see it. It's pretty neat. It's pretty sweet. I would actually like that for my place to have one to put up in the window where nobody will I'll see it, but it it's you. in front of the window. I'll sell it to you. So the Oh, don't get in trouble now. The um the, the, there were guys on this Facebook group. I went back and looked at it. We're saying, "Yeah, my wife won't let me get it this that da, 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 da. Just like the movie. This is great. The wife my doesn't wife. like it. Your wife loves no, it. No, no, my wife loved it cuz it's one of her favorite movies. So she got it for me as kind of a belated anniversary gift. How about that? I think this goes without saying, but your wife, Jill, is very cool for that because most wives are really uptight about those kind of things. Oh, they'd be uptight about it. So, And then she got me for the set whenever we get that built. It's been only been going on since the spring. Hey, I just got Um, a phone, you know, so, you know, after a year or so. Things are coming for the along. set for the set. Uh, I've got a, I've got a, uh, MJF figurine from AW. There you go. That's that's neat. Wrestling, wrestling. That's, that's going up on the set at some point whenever Ooh. we get the other shelf. AW so. still kicking despite some issues. Whew. Boy, you, boy, you thought there was behind the scenes drama and everything else that's going on. AEW is wow. a whole nother level there. Yeah. Um. So, we uh, what a weekend! What a weekend for it's good to have kind of the first full football weekend of the year, right? Yeah, I mean it was, it was a great, great feeling. Yeah, everybody talking about football. I mean, it's been a great conversation piece today. You know, everybody's been watching it. Football's back. Football's back, baby. And um, so on Mondays. 
unless we really need to have a, a guest, what we're going to do kind of for the rest of the, at least the, the year is we're just going to inundate you with sound and we're going to hot take it. And we're just going to talk ball on Mondays, right? And where Ben and where Ben and possibly Cookie will not uphold their end of the bargain, or even myself, we'll, we'll then maybe include guests. We'll see, but it'll be the further evolution of the top sports show in Greenville, the show of record, the Patrick Johnson show. You ready for all this, Ben? I, I'm ready. I'm always ready. You know, I'm a, I'm a hot take artist for sure. So. <sighs> That's what I'm a little afraid of. I'm not going to lie. I have to call my friend B-Baby and uh, let him know what's going on Oh, here. no. No, no, no. No, no, no. Uh, Pirates with a uh, win. I'll say this. They got to where it, it finished like I thought it would. It just took a little different route to get there. Uh, you're telling uh, me, yeah. I think ECU, in a lot of ways, dominated the game. Offensive line had some breakdowns. I think. Ehlers, who played otherwise really, really well, held onto the ball a little too long, in my opinion, at times. But he also, in some cases, didn't have a lot of time to, to make too many decisions. Um, I also think the secondary, I don't want to say they got exposed, but it, it was some, there were some problems in the secondary, right? It wasn't like it was in the state game. It wasn't like that they were getting exposed by multiple different guys. It was all one guy in the Jennings. The, yeah, the tight end. that's true. Which and I think Mike Houston's weird, confusing. I think Mike Houston's, I mean, he's going to get his. He's just too good of a player yeah. not to get. Kind of the same thing with Bly, but but Jennings is a better player. Bly's going to get his catches. Absolutely. But you, where they didn't give up anything silly to Bly, they, get, they, they may have tried to gamble a little too much to slow Jennings and, and ended up giving him stuff that he probably, I don't want to say didn't earn. You know? Yeah, but, but you know uh, what I'm saying. I, I believe he had three touchdowns on the day. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, no. Look, that kid. He he's a fabulous player. Absolutely. Yeah. I he, mean, that's the guy that's. If you're gonna pick out anybody on Old Dominion who's going pro, it, it's gonna be that guy. Well, and no disrespect to anybody, anybody at all, but on Saturday night in that game, he was the best player on the field. I, I agree Allie with Jones that. Hundred percent. Fully agree. With best that. player on the field for the full four quarters. I thought. Uh, but look, running game finally came through. It was good to have Owen. Da Do you have the cut, the highlight from the network where Daffer hit the kick bin? I know I'm throwing a lot at you here today. I, but I, when you I, I got it. If you give me like yeah. 10 seconds, I'll get it. Yeah, yeah. So what I thought was really good, and you know, we talk about this sometimes. You need somebody to go in. If, if you're struggling shooting the ball in basketball, you either need to go make a layup or get to the foul line and watch the free throws go in. You know, same thing if you, you're you struggling in hockey, you haven't scored. You just need to see a, a, a puck go into the net, be it on a on a legitimate, you know, slap shot or if just if it takes a funky bounce and goes in but comes off your stick. You need to see it go in. Sometimes if you're a golfer, you just need to see that little short gimme putt go in to get you going on the green. Or you need to see that drive actually land where you aim it to kind of get you going if you're if you're struggling off the tee box. Uh, you know, sometimes if you're in baseball, you just, you, you might need, might be hitting the ball on the button, but you're hitting it at everybody. And the one you flare off is a Texas leaguer and it drops in and you get a base hit and you get out of a slump. You, you know what I'm saying, Ben? Yeah. Sometimes you just need, yeah, you need a little there. fluky play or you need the simple play to get you going. That's what I thought happened. 
Uh, and I and I like the idea of what they did with the 22-yarder. It got Owen Daffer, his confidence back, got him going again, I think. And the fans, as hearty souls as they were, despite the rotten weather, uh, kind of jumped in on it and gave him a big ovation like he hit the game-winning kick. So let's play that. I just thought this was a cool moment Saturday night. The Pirate fans. Owen Daffer runs out onto the field, and the Pirate faithful, they give him a big hand after a tough day last week. Well, now they need to quiet down so he can kick the ball. Ball is at the 12-yard line, 22-yard attempt. It is up, and it is good. And you know, for Owen Daffer, he's got to feel like a piano is off his back after he makes that 22-yarder to put the Pirates on the board. He's so, yeah, I thought that was great, didn't you? I mean, the fans got, you know, they're going to cheer when, when the Pirates score anyway, but they really got into it with Daffer, and I thought that was a cool moment. Yeah, apparently about. there's some confusion where people that weren't at the game uh, we're confusing it as ironic cheering, which I don't even know how that works. But no, I, I can assure you. The old you Bronx cheer? Yeah, I don't uh, think it was uh, ironic cheering. I mean, they really are pulling for this guy. This is a guy that got us, I don't want to say single handedly, that's very unfair, but he pretty much put us in bowl contention last year or bowl well, no, ability yeah. if that Navy kicks. So, I mean, this is a guy that's yeah. done great things for us. It's not like he's never proven anything with us. And then he had that bad kick and probably the biggest game in a while on Daddy Ficklin. But. Yeah, I mean, this is a guy that's done great things for us, got us back into bowl eligibility. He deserves that praise. He doesn't deserve to be getting hated on or uh, getting threats or anything like that. It, the people that are doing that are not real Pirate fans. I, I think we can all agree on that. So Coach Houston in uh, cut nine on the vast soundbite roster today on Owen Daffer after the ODU game. Just thank you. Uh, I thought it was pretty special when Owen took the field. You know, it's, he's had a tough week. And uh, – you know, he takes a lot of pride in what he does, but, you know, for our fan base to cheer him, give him an ovation when he took the field tonight, that was pretty special. So uh, I think it's good for him to hit those kicks, kind of, you know, yanks the scab off kind of deal, uh, and now we can move on. So just, I'll tell you, we've got a, we've got a good thing going right here. God's blessed us. And, uh, again, the Pirates got to where I thought they would. I, I mean, I thought they were – Easily more than two touchdowns, better than Old Dominion. Hey, no turnovers and so I thought, either. Yeah, they didn't turn it over, so that helps. And Old Dominion's pesky, and Old Dominion's good, and they're going to be good. Don't don't get me wrong here, but I just think right now this pirate team on the whole is better than Old Dominion. Absolutely, yeah. And and I thought, well, so about where the score ended is about where I thought it would be, but again, the route to get there was a little. It took some twists and turns, but it ended up where eventually you wanted to go. And they did it by taking control of the fourth quarter. Mike Houston discussed that in cut two. That's what we've been trying to build. You know, it's, you know, when I got here, they, they talked about how they, they hated the raising that flag and, you know, getting blown out in the fourth quarter. And so, I mean, we've made it a, a, a mindset thing. I mean, we, we do some things with some of our conditioning where it's it's really focused on the, the tail end and we make the end of it the hardest and we talk about it being the fourth quarter and you know how we want to win that uh, that 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 part of the ball game and uh, you know this team's kind of built for that you know it's philosophy wise we're we're slowly becoming uh, what we talked about you know when I first got hired and that's that that performance in the fourth quarter was that that's what it's supposed to look like you know that's what the good football teams that's what they look like Uh, so Mike Houston uh, there, Ben and I communicating off air. Good stuff. Uh, he talked about Allie Jennings the third. Uh, let's hit that real quick here, cut seven, Ben, before we uh, grab a break, because we got 
some other college football to talk about. We'll have a little pirate report for you next. Of course, we got Mike Houston's radio program tonight uh, from the uh, ECU Sports Radio Network uh, coming up from Logan's Roadhouse at 6 o'clock uh, right here on 94.3 The Game. But uh, Coach Houston on uh, ODU's sensational receiver, Allie Jennings. You know you know, a player of his caliber is going to make – He's going to make some plays. He's going to have some one-on-one contested plays that he makes. You just don't give him the cheap stuff. And that's, that's, that's the ones that tick me off because we had some that were just cheap uh, that we gave to him. But, I mean, I, it happened last week against Tech, too. I mean, they didn't, they didn't do much all night, and all of a sudden they hits two big deep balls to him. So uh, he's a great player. I talked to him after the game, just told him how proud I was of him. I'm glad I hopefully don't have to face him again. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, we got to – we just got to – you know, shore up some things in the secondary who were just maybe a little too greedy, a little too aggressive, and give up some cheapies. Uh, you want to go see ODU and Campbell? Sure you do. Uh, so we've got a, a 6 o'clock kick this week, and then it was announced no, today. You the uh, ECU six... and Campbell, not ODU and Campbell. Oh, I'm sorry, ECU and, and Campbell. Uh, and uh, Navy, uh, the Navy kick was announced for 6 o'clock the following week. So good stuff for the month of September, but um, – Coach uh, Coach Houston uh, and company will be hosting Campbell. And Coach Mike Minner, the former Panther, coming up on uh, Saturday night, 6 o'clock. Our coverage begins at 3 o'clock with our Pirate Game Day countdown uh, for Bush Light right here on 94.3 The Game. And uh, we've, got, uh, we've got your chance to go to the game on Saturday night and a gift card to Chico's up for grabs right now. Caller 5. At uh, 252-561-GAME, 252-561-4263. Be giving away tickets all week, uh, so hopefully the weather will cooperate. It looks like it right now it will. Uh, so let's uh, grab a break. We'll come back and uh, talk some more uh, ball here, have a, a, a mini pirate report for you, and have some other goings-on around college football. We'll talk some NFL a little bit later, and uh, maybe even a hold my beer if we have time. 252-561-GAME, 252-561-4263. Caller 5, a pair of tickets to ECU Campbell, not ODU Campbell, ECU Campbell, and a gift card. And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. 39-21, ECU won on uh, Saturday night against ODU. We'll have Campbell, who lost to Bill and Mary in Colonial Williamsburg on uh, Saturday at 6 o'clock. Airtime for Bushlight Pirate Game Day Countdown, 3 o'clock from the stadium. Uh, Jeffy in Grimesland was our big winner today. Congrats, Jeffy. Good for you. Going to the game on uh, Saturday night. Get him a uh, Chico's Mexican Restaurant gift card. So a uh, big big Saturday night for Jeffy coming from Grimesland. How about that? A margarita man? and then go to the game. Pre-game yeah. Pre-game. Yeah. Just, you know, lubed up a hair. Don't uh, do it responsibly. Uh, Pirates uh, with a win, and they busted it open with a uh, Keaton Mitchell 81-yard run. Uh, That was followed up uh, next ECU possession by a 25-yard run after the fumble recovery. Uh, The Pirates uh, got it in courtesy of uh, Rajay Harris, who had a couple of touchdowns in the game. But uh, let's hear Coach Houston talking about how uh, that Keaton Mitchell touchdown run was uh, the thing that kind of turned it the way of the Pirates. Cut three. I mean, I just, you just knew, and I, I literally, no joke, 30 seconds before he popped it, I'm sitting here thinking, hey, let's just, one of these has got to pop at some point, because you felt like you were close. And then once he, well, I mean, once he got in the secondary, you knew what was going to happen. So, uh, 
it's a great, great, great job by him of being patient all night, not getting frustrated. Uh, and that's, you know, because last week was frustrating um, running the football, but I thought they, they, you know, those kids, they, they're such team oriented uh, guys. And, you know, tonight they were. And just, you know, I'm, I'm happy for both of them seeing them have that success there in the second half. And we all know that success comes from our offensive line wearing down Old Dominion in the second half. I mean, that's, that's why all that stuff happens. Uh, Pirates uh, got the run game going, 261 on the ground, and limited Old Dominion. I think they were negative in the first half, weren't they, Ben? Weren't the Monarchs something like minus 12 in the first half? You're, you're correct. They were, they were pretty bad when it came to running yeah. the ball in the first half. And then they only managed 15 yards for the game, and Mike Houston uh, in uh, cut six talks about that. Well, I think that just our defensive front, our linebackers, just the coordination of uh, the fits, you know, it's, we, it's and, and listen, you can use Virginia Tech as, as an example. Watching them last week, it's their first game together. And everybody thinks this stuff happens overnight. It doesn't happen overnight. Uh, you know, it's those kids have played together for three years. And so they they know our defense. They fit things correctly. Uh, it's a really good run. It's a thousand yard running back that we shut down tonight. So it's, uh, but it's, it's the kids. It's, it's them knowing our defense and playing it together. And uh, now some comments from Holton Ehlers on today's Pirate Report. Uh, he talked about how the Pirates were balanced on offense. And that's big for us. Look, I mean, we're going to need our run game. I mean, that's a big thing. Even last year, I mean, that, that's a huge thing for us is getting, you know, Keaton and Raji and those guys rolling. Um, so, um, anytime we can get, you know, balanced, it's, it's going to be huge for the passing game and huge for the running game because it can't, you know, cover both. Ehlers, 270 through the air. We mentioned uh, 261 on the ground. You know what, Ben? What if what if football coaches always claim that they are their offenses? Their offense is always what Ben? Balance. See if you've been paying attention. Balance. balance. Say it. Say it again. Say it again, Ben. Balance. I'll take balance for a thousand or however those game shows work. And what are they never? Unbalanced. No, no, they're never balanced. Oh, they are. They yeah, are they're, unbalanced. They are. Yeah, they're usually never balanced. I don't care what coach tells you. Well, we're balanced. No, you're not. That's as pretty darn close as you're going to get to balance in college football. And if ECU replicates that the rest of the way, big, big season ahead. Uh, Holt Naylor's talking about uh, how uh, celebratory the locker room was after the game cut 14. It was great. You know, it was good to get our first win under us. Uh, you know, we obviously last week was very tough for us. Um, we're, we're an older team now. I mean, we know, we know what to expect and we know how to handle a week when you know, just to get take care of business. Um, that's what we did tonight, and we just got to continue this, you know, roll and stack a couple wins together. Yep, indeed. Uh, Jalen Johnson showed out for the uh, Pirates as he led them with nine catches and 93 yards. He says uh, here in uh, cut 15, it was uh, good to get going early. Um, when you're getting them touches from the jump, it just boosts your confidence. It gets you going early. Um, it just helps you want to get involved every play. So. I love getting involved early just to show my guys that I'm out there with them, I'm grinding with them, and um, I'm trying to set the tone. You know, if C.J. Johnson uh, follows up a huge game against State historically with a game where he only gets one catch, we're asking what's wrong with C.J., what's the problem, uh, this, that, and the other, and uh, the Pirates probably struggle on offense. C.J. Johnson had so much attention paid to him, that allowed Jalen Johnson and Isaiah Winstead to really step up because Winstead had five catches and 89 yards, so... That's a, that's a positive thing. Uh, Keaton Mitchell and uh, 
If you don't like Keaton Mitchell, that's on you, wouldn't you say, Ben? If you don't like Keaton Mitchell and watching Keaton Mitchell, you don't like football. You like? I'm not even talking about watching Keaton Mitchell. If you just don't like Keaton Mitchell, oh, the yeah, person. Yeah, I mean, he sounded like a little kid in a candy store or something after that game on the uh, post game on Playfly. I mean, he was he was thrilled. You could tell he loves the game and he just I don't know he enjoys just playing football and it's kind of a breath of fresh air to see. If you don't like Keaton Mitchell, that's that's your problem, right? Yeah, he's uh, not a good person. Keaton Mitchell, 21, his big touchdown run. Told the line, just keep going, keep doing what y'all got to do, and they just kept chopping. And Mitchell on how he knew he would have a big game. Oh, yeah. Uh, coach was telling us um, the running game going to be there. We just got to keep going. We made some adjustments, told the alignment, just keep doing what y'all got to do, and it eventually popped. Great kid. He's just he's just a joy. He's just so joyful. Uh, Keaton Mitchell also had two touchdowns, 160 yards, 18 totes. Good stuff. Uh, let's see here. Some other college football notes. Uh, do we have Jimbo on here? I don't see him on the thing, but I know we have the cut. I got Jimbo, yeah. Yeah, Appalachian State. And, I mean, they're going to have game day out there. And it's just, look. Tar Heel fans, you know, but by the way, our guy HV3 was uh, in town this weekend. Did you know that, Ben? Did you see that? Did you I read about it, this? Did I you... saw it on social. No, wait, do your Jay Leno. Yes. Do your Jay Leno. Did you, did you hear about this? Did you read about oh, this? Oh, you didn't even try to do an impression. Either way, yes, I did see it, and uh, I saw it on social media afterwards. I did not know he was there during the game. Right, right, right. But, I mean, like, you found out about it, right? Yeah, well, apparently he did the little breakdown in the locker room afterwards and was getting the kids Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's good fun. at that kind of stuff. No, he's good at that kind of stuff. As, as HV3 as, as would say. Yeah, that Carolina blue is just not a beautiful color. <laughs> it's not. And their fans, I mean, they're 3-0. and I don't know how, but you'd, they're you'd think they, yeah, Skin I mean. Skin of their teeth. They're obnoxious, but they're only counting down the days to basketball. The state fans are obnoxious. If Duke and Wake have any fans, they're probably obnoxious. Charlotte doesn't have a lot to cheer about. <laughs> Appalachian State fans are insufferable right now. Absolutely. Just insufferable. Well, is it fair, and look, is it fair to say they might have the best football team in the state? I mean, I think that's a fair claim <sighs> even with the loss. I got a loss, Ben. And, yeah. and Ben. Um. I'll say this, for what their goals that they're able to accomplish, they have a good, pro- they have a really solid program. Yeah. They've had a lot of turnover in the coaching ranks the last few years, and they've been able to maintain it. So for what they, the goals they're able to achieve, they're a solid program. Um, I, I tend to think right now the program that's trending in the right direction is right here. Absolutely, yeah. Is ECU and Mike Houston, I think it's getting back to where it was under like Steve Logan, under Skip Holtz, to a degree Ruffin McNeil, and it's getting there. And that's that. It has not been easy. And I'm not saying it's easy in Boone at all, because it, it's not easy at any of these non-P5 deals, because you just don't get the money pouring in. But uh, this is Jimbo Fisher after they got beat by App came in, took their money to the tune of a million and a half, and then took the dub and went back to Boone. 
Right now's the time. Jimbo, to come. after the game. Right now's the time to come together. Right now is the time to go back to fundamentals, believe in each other. There's a lot of football left. There's a lot of seasons have been together, and you, you, just because you lost one game, don't you got to put it behind you. You can't let one become two, and you lock into what you have. You go back to your fundamentals. You trust in each other. You, you circle the wagons about how you work, how you practice, and every detail matters. And you know, hopefully that we can understand that, and we make sure we do a better job coaching, and we go play the rest of the season and have a really good season. Good golly, Miss Molly, what a game. Um. Keep telling yourself that, Jimbo. By the way, that uh, Big Ten money just hits different because they got rid of Scott Frost in Nebraska, which they should have after he lost to Georgia Southern. And if they had waited a few weeks, the buyout would have been $18 million. But they said, we can't deal with this. We're going to go ahead and pay the $15 million buyout and get you the heck out of here. That Big Ten money just hits a little different. Yeah, uh, that writing on the wall, the writing was on the wall for that one. That Nebraska has yeah. been awful, terrible. And then we are Marshall. See, I'm a little more partial to rooting for we are Marshall because they beat UCF Notre Dame. Are fond with that. I mean, it was always a yeah. friendly rivalry. I felt like never, never really well, they're, heated. They're, but they're for no, it's pretty heated. But they're forever linked. And That's you know, my so Aunt I mean. Emma, yeah, my Aunt Emma, God rest her soul, went to Marshall. Aunt Emma talked like this. Aunt Emma smoked since she was two. And is no longer with us here on Earth. But I loved Aunt Emma. You got family she went from West Virginia? Yeah, my, my mom was born in West Virginia. Okay, cool. Neat, neat, neat. But Aunt Emma went to, to, I mean, like, Aunt Emma was a brilliant lady. Got her degree at Marshall, got a master's at Marshall, really smart lady. Aunt Emma went, to, so I've always had a little, you know, kinship to Marshall one way or the other. I, you know, I, I like the movie, the whole nine. I, you know, I have the great, their folks that when they've come up have always been fantastic. Absolutely. When they've that, come down. That's I why I say, say it's kind of a friendly robbery. I mean, yeah. we're, we're very respectful to one another. and we have. Well, I think there's respect. a lot of respect there. Yeah, there's a lot of respect there. So I was thrilled about Marshall beating Notre Dame. Uh, what's the dude's name at Notre Dame? Ben, help me with this. Marcus I'm not sportsing hard enough. Marcus, Marcus Freeman. I know, I'm not, I know, I know. Don't send no, me that, the, the that's DM. Fine. He's, I don't, he's kind of a nobody right now. I, I, don't D, I don't sports hard enough. I know. No need to DM me. Um, Who cares? Notre Dame's but, not winning anything anyway. So get their right. spot in the college football playoff every couple of years and get blown out. That's <laughs> Notre Dame. That's Marcus, the Marcus Freeman era is off to an 0-3 start. This is what he had to say after the loss to We Are Marshall. We have to look at ourselves as individuals. I just told the team that. We all have to look at ourselves, starting with the head coach on down, and say, okay, what do I have to do? Um, what do we have to do to fix the issues that we're having? Well, Oh, wait, have All you right. noticed this? A, a tale of two losses here. All right, so Jimbo's saying we got to come together. Marcus Freeman's saying we got to right. we got to we got to look at ourselves individually. We got to separate, think individually about ah. ourselves. What we got to do? So you don't one like divide one. and conquer. You like Jimbo trying to bring the rally the let's rally the together, wagon, so boys. To speak. No, yeah, the, I got what you're Marcus saying. Freeman's like, no, you need to figure things out on your own, and just really, you need a heart to heart with yourself. Jeez. Which one did you like better? I like Jimbo's message a little better. I mean, what, Jimbo what, sounds you... a little bit like a used car salesman. And, uh, <laughs> he does. And he right, does. Yeah, but uh, I, I, Jimbo. Jimbo's got experience. Okay. Plus, Jimbo you know what? Jimbo Bama. pays. Jimbo A and M pays better. Yeah, that's true. You're gonna get some. You're gonna get a little paper if you go there. Yeah. Uh, don't. I mean, you might get something to know today, but you're gonna get some real paper if you go to A and M. Yeah, SEC. Uh, Georgia number one, Bama number two. Ohio State number three, Michigan number four, Clemson five, Oklahoma six, uh, USC, Southern Cal seven, Oklahoma State eight, Kentucky nine, up from 20, uh, Arkansas 10, 
Michigan State 11. BYU probably had the win of the weekend, in my opinion. And I get Baylor might be a little bit of a paper tiger in some people's minds. But I, I, I thought, I watched a little bit of that game after the network went off, and I stayed up and watched a little bit of it. Uh, and, and, and until I just t- totally crashed, which was not that long after, actually. But it was late. Big late, environment. Late That's good. Yeah, and BYU probably being the top 10 when the Pirates go out there, I have to guess. Absolutely. Well, you even, um, I remember a couple weeks ago, you had Baylor as your dark horse for the college football playoffs. You were very high on Quiet Baylor. Ben. So, yeah. Quiet, Ben. Keep it down. <laughs> I uh, had to rub 13, that in. A lot of people like uh, had Utah. It's like my Cincinnati Reds. Well, yeah, it's like my Cincinnati Reds pick. Just dreadful. Um, <laughs> Miami 13, Utah 14, Tennessee 15, Muyu 16, Baylor falls to 17, Florida falls to 18. Wake up from 23rd to 19. Uh, they just dominate. It was good to see Sam Hartman come back and have a big game. Ole Miss 20, Tejas 21, Penn State uh, 20, uh, 22, Pitt 23. Uh, A&M fell from 6 to 24, and then Oregon 25. All right, whatever. Um. Let's do a quick 94.3 The Game Sports update, and then we'll do uh, we'll get Cookie in here, and we'll talk a little pro football. We got a lot of sound, got a lot of hot takes from that. Talk Panthers, talk some other uh, such stuff. Uh, so uh, we'll get an update with Ben, and uh, then we'll do a little a little NFL, and uh, maybe a hold my beer. That's what's uh, in the uh, offing here on the Patrick Johnson Show. Professional Plumbing, Eastern Plumbing stands alone. Call us today. Eastern Plumbing, setting the standard in quality service. If you've been injured in an accident and need cash now before your case settles, Oasis Financial can help. Last month, Oasis helped over 3,000 people. Why not you? If you have an attorney, call Oasis Financial today at 877-266-9107. It takes just three minutes to apply. And once you're approved, get $500 to $100,000 of your settlement in as little as 24 hours with no risk to you. That's right. Get $500 to $100,000 within one day. If you lose your case, you don't have to pay Oasis back. Ever. So call Oasis today to see if you qualify at 877-266-9107. That's 877-266-9107. Better days start today. Get the cash you need with Oasis. Call Oasis today at 877-266-9107. Oasis is currently not providing legal funding in Arkansas, Kansas, Kentucky, Maryland, North Carolina, North Dakota, or West Virginia. Just follow me. We're doing it for the gram. Check out picks from the PJ Show and more. Plus, picks from around Pirate Nation. 94.3 The Game, now on Instagram. All right, little uh, Monday afternoon quarterback here. Great P-Man with you. Ben B-Baby Byram for this segment only. And uh, Cookie, Chris Cook is also here with us. Man is on the mic. Is that what you're claiming? Is that Chris Cook or is that uh, what's uh, what's your alter ego? My uh, Chad Carson. Chad Carson. Yeah, right. Chad yeah. Carson. Who I body slam by the way. He did. He gave me a body slam. Yeah. Well, you guys are like uh, you guys are like the team that's burning valuable seconds. <laughs> yeah. On oh, a yeah. Drive. Sorry. Sorry. You're 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 burning valuable seconds on a drive trying to get in position to win. Almost like the Browns did yesterday. Um, exactly like the Browns. But let's well, they won though. Let's hear Jacoby Brissett, Jacoby Brisket, NC State alum, 
who look, that's a bar bet one day. Who is the first Browns quarterback in 18 years to lead him to an opening day win? Jacoby Brissett. Nobody wanted him. Uh, here's Jacoby Brissett talking about leading the Brownies offense down the field. I mean, we, we've practiced that situation so many times and, and just give us a chance, you know. Uh, and, I mean, coach on the sideline told me we needed to get to the 40. I think they told the referees they needed to get to the 40. Yeah, yeah. Right? There was some very bad calls there at the end. I'm not too upset about the fake spider or whatever other people are claiming. That rough in the passenger yeah. call was abysmal, well, terrible. See, I'm I, I'm opposite on that, Benjamin. Okay, all right. Because anything involving the quarterback, they're going to call. Yeah. you got to know that. Yeah. Even if it's garbage, they're going to call it. This yeah. was garbage, but it's going to be that's, – yeah. that's the way it is. The spike thing, the fake spike, and then allowing him to spike it, yeah, is is a total, totally blown, screwed, screwed up call. There's a couple totally. blown calls at the end, but you know we should have we shouldn't have been in a situation to win that game anyways. To be quite honest with you, I wasn't too upset about it because I didn't expect us to win with the way that first half really? played out. Really, the way that first well, half played it, off, it was it was yeah, terrible. Baker Awful. Mayfield looked like some hot garbage out there, just being real. No, he wasn't I was good. wondering when Sam was Darnold was coming good. back. I was looking up. All right, how long <laughs> we were, is he gone for? <laughs> you were you were hoping for a little Willis Reed with Sam Darnold. I was looking coming at out of the chart, tunnel there, and I was like, oh, PJ Walker, <laughs> damn. Baker Mayfield, rest hey, of the P- game, I guess. I will not have any PJ Walker uh, uh, down talk. Uh, that's slander, not slander. Is that what the word slander? For, thank yeah. you, Cookie. I will not have any uh, any slander of PJ Walker. On this show, because he was the all-time leading uh, completions man was. in the AAC. He were, was. Who then? Was yes. I will, So I will not stand for any PJ Walker. All right, Baker Mayfield on the team being able to fix the mistakes, and by God, there were plenty of them. Disappointing because they're things that uh, we know we can do and we've handled before. So those are those are the ones that you know you think about, you harp on, um, but they're fixable. That's the positive. Uh, Panther talk tonight on 103.7 WTIB. They'll have plenty to talk about. Uh, I, 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 as much there were parts of the new radio commentary team I didn't like, Ben, but I, I thought Delome and Keekley in there that was kind of cool having an offensive and a defensive guy in there. Two of my favorite players for the yeah. Panthers ever, and they're both like very smart football players, yeah. known for their leadership and just being smart football guys. So it was a perfect transition for them. As for the that radio broadcasts. We're used to Mick, Mick, Mick Mixon for all these years, so it's definitely going to be yeah. an adjustment for sure. And there's definitely going to be some things that people are not going to like off the bat. Um, I, I, I let, tend to share those sentiments. Yeah. Okay. Last night, uh, and if you add the Thursday night game in NBC and and all of their related streaming properties and all that, had the uh, largest audience they've ever had. Uh, last night, or, or you know, between last night and Thursday, the two things there. Um, let's see here. Uh, from last night, um, Tom Brady on uh, being nice to win the season opener. He says over as as the as the uh, Buccaneers kept the the Cowboys out of the end zone. Uh, this <laughs> is uh, Tom. Defense uh, deserves this. They played amazing, and um, we have a lot to clean up. Obviously, it was a pretty bad performance in the red area by us. Um, didn't get the ball in the end zone, but good to win on opening night. Cookie, did you hold a recorder up to the TV, Bama Z style, there to get that cut? I did not. I got this straight from a website. So. Oh, okay. 
Well, it must have been Bam Aziz's website because Ben, I think, I think somebody went Zarzar and and held a recorder up to the TV. Looks like somebody was slacking and it was like, oh, well, I'm in the hotel room. <laughs> Too many nose beers. Time to, uh, I, time to get some work. Done. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Good. Okay, we might hey, have to curtail the B baby. What are you talking about? We might need to curtail the B baby here a little bit. Oh, he has some Um. I don't want to hear Todd Bowles. Uh, the Commanders. The Commandos came back and won in week one. Uh, Carson Wentz on rallying for the win. Cool way to start. I mean, it is hard to win in this league, and so it doesn't matter how it looks. It doesn't matter any of those things in the last couple minutes of the game. If you find a way to get it done, um, that's what good teams do, and I'm glad we did that today. Um, do we want to hear from Trevor Lawrence? Why, no, why not, not, right? 273 uh, and a touchdown and interception, I believe. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, after the uh, after the Jags lost. Found a way to fight back and have a chance to win. So, um, you know, when we can clean up all that, we're, we're going to be fine. I'm not worried. I'm, I'm frustrated, obviously, because I know we're good enough to win that game, and we should win that game. By the way, we didn't get any Matt Rule in there. Um, which Matt Rule did you play in the – Update Ben because we'll play the opposite of that here for here from my, 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 my Matt Rule. I just played uh, the one labeled Matt Rule, so they used to. Oh. So yeah. Well, I, you know what? Thirty-seven, where he says they left too much time for the Browns. This this wasn't organized in the. I agree. I, so I'm jumping all. Yeah. So Matt Rule, I should have mentioned this earlier, but Matt Rule said uh, left too much time to the Browns at the end of the game. Let's hear that. Let's hear this piece of brilliance. Um, we knew that they had no timeouts. We, you know, we felt like they would not be able to, um, you know, throw, go, go the length of the field, go, you know, go, you know, however many yards, 40, 45 yards in that amount of time without a timeout. Cookie, do we have, uh, I notice we don't have any uh, audio from the uh, Vikings Packers in here. I did not get to that one. I was doing the cuts right on up until the start of the uh. show. One what, what, okay. interesting note about that Jaguars uh, Commanders game, if you yes, will. Yes. Leading receiver we, for the before Jaguars. Before we talk about cookies, uh, before we talk about cookies, uh, uh, cheese heads. Yes, uh, go uh, ahead. Leading receiver for the Jaguars, Zay Jones, ECU alum. And ah. for the Commanders, kind of the MVP of their offense in that game was a uh, former Panther, Curtis Samuel, who you've known. I've, I've been uh, ringing this bell for a long time. We should have never gotten rid of at Carolina. That's the guy that should still be in our offense. It all comes back to yeah, it all comes back to North Carolina. Yeah. yeah. All right, Cookie. What's up? What happened yesterday? Because I, I had I don't know if you heard the show. I'm sure you were listening on Thursday when we had Zoki on. Ben, who did I pick to win the Super Bowl? You picked the the Packers, right? You that was Mahomes. a bad pick by you. Yeah, it was. True. That was a bad that was a that was you know what? That pick might have been worse. No, there's nothing worse than my Cincinnati Reds pick of the Reds ones was pretty bad, but I think I picked like four teams out of one division to go to the playoffs in Major League Baseball. That shows you how much I care about Major League Baseball. Well, the Reds after their dismal start are actually above 500, but that they also started like two and twenty something. But never mind, we're not going to get it's baseball. We won't talk about that again until next month, October. That's especially on a Monday. Exactly. What happened yesterday, Cookie? Uh, ben was actually just asking me about this before the show, and I told him that for them to have any kind of chance this year, they need to sign a good free agent wide receiver, and I stand by that. That wide receiver room, they're just too young. It's uh, awful. Yeah, too many drops. I mean, first play of the game for Rodgers was wide open, should have been a touchdown, went right through Christian Watson's hands. 
Did you uh, did you get the sense that um, Aaron Rodgers was? I mean, he seemed visibly frustrated. Oh, he's yesterday. disgruntled. Yeah, it's yeah, it, it's it's obvious he doesn't want to be there. I mean, maybe he doesn't. It's not that he doesn't want to be there, but I feel like he kind of was not anticipating just how young and undeveloped the wide receiver room was going to be. Offensive line didn't do great either. And I've got Aaron Jones in fantasy, and that was a bad Ooh. pickup by me. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I had Joe Burrow in fantasy, so I mean, oh, yeah, well, yeah, mm. that's probably the worst play of them all. But yeah, even if you remember correctly, Aaron Rodgers, even back way when training camp start, was disgruntled with his young receivers and even called them out. You could tell he's still a little upset. They just let Devontae Adams walk. All right, Broncos, Seahawks tonight. The fighting Russell Wilson's all day in that one, I think, right? Right? Absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. See, Gino now Smith in Denver, of course. No. And then, to me, the quote of the weekend was this. Tyreek Hill talking about the Miami head coach and uh, his grapefruits. Oh, man, like, hey, man, McDaniels, he's going to need a wheelbarrow, man, for his nuts to carry around, man. He got a lot of cojones, you know what I'm saying? So, what does he call by him? I cannot believe he said that. <laughs> that I'm, this is my first time hearing that. Wow. <laughs> I love it. They got swagged. Oh, my God. I cannot believe it. Was this at a press conference? Yeah. yeah. No, this was yeah. after the game of the locker room. Wow. This was also, he's talking about Mike McDaniel, who looks like he would prepare your taxes. But yeah. he needs and a wheelbarrow. He does, apparently. <laughs> that's the best cut of, that's the best quote of the weekend. I love right? it. They got swagger down there in Miami. Oh, uh, you got to have swagger if you're in Miami. Gotcha. Hey, that was missing. All right. Uh. I think today's been a successful Monday afternoon quarterback. I like this little. I like. We should do this more often. I would love to do this. Well, it's the plan Monday, but I hear you're all uppity about coming in. So no, I was. I I was. Hey, I was told by someone else who's not here to come in Tuesday, but I can start coming in Mondays. All right, I laid into him. I'm. I'm I'm just. Yeah, Ben Ben got me straight today. (laughs) Did he yell at you? No. Oh yeah, I I body slammed him again. I had to let him know, like, hey, don't forget who body slammed you on the concrete floor. All right, when we come back, uh, we'll wrap up the show, get you ready for Mike Houston's radio show. Thank you, Cookie. Thank you, Ben. And we'll be right back to wrap it up after this. What an amazing football Friday. Or, uh, oh, jeez, I don't even know what I'm saying. Sunday and Saturday. Mon- <laughs> Quiet, Ben. Monday afternoon quarterback. That's it. I got to write stuff down and put it on in front of me. Uh, He's a legend out of Greenville and a YouTube and social media sensation. Now Forbes recognizing Jimmy Donaldson, Mr. Beast, with a distinctive honor. He topped the charts on this year's Forbes 2022 top creators list. You know what that means? That he is the world's wealthiest creator. He's just 24 years old, has 162 million followers, and he earned 52 million last year. In fact, his earnings topped that. Derek Alcorn works for him. The three creators behind him on the list made sixty-seven and a half million combined. What? Yeah, D Rock works for him. He's like our all corn guy. Yeah, Acorn. all corn works for him. Yeah, he, he's that. He's been working for them for a while now. He's See, just if you come here and do a good job, you end up getting a, a better job. Yeah, he's in line for a full-time gig there once he graduates. Everybody's got to understand that. You, if you do a good job, we're going to get you a good job. That's why I'm still here. Else. I'm up. I'm. I don't do a good job. You don't do a good job. You, know, you do a fine job. Maybe. All right. Uh, no, you're great, Ben. All right. Thanks to Ben. Thanks to Cookie. 
and Mike Houston Radio Show coming up next from Playfly. So stand by for that. It's from Logan's Roadhouse. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with the Houston Huddle here on the Patrick Johnson Show. Have a great night. Philip Pilkington here with your 94.3 The Game Pirate Report brought to you by our pirate partners, Moore's Old Time Barbecue Chicken and Seafood. Bring the whole family for great food. If it's not Moore's, it's less. Caripsy Restaurant in Emerald Isle. Exceptional steak, locally sourced seafood, and delicious signature cocktails. Fantastic Sam's Cut and Color. Eastern North Carolina's Fantastic Sam's are locally owned and operated to make you look great. Pirate football grabbed their first win of the 2022 campaign over the weekend against the Old Dominion Monarchs by a score of 39-21. to The Pirate offense wasn't flawless, but they didn't turn the football over, and special teams looked a lot better this week compared to the opener against NC State. No turnovers. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, that's huge. And that's, I really, you know, I was... I was afraid it was going to just be a downpour all night. And so, uh, you know, we talked about just special teams and turnovers. And I thought we did a good job on special teams. I know everybody's going to, you know, bellyache about the two-block kicks. That's one one person in protection, and he's got to do a better job. And, he, you know, we shorted up. But, uh, you know, I thought special teams-wise we did a much better job today than we did last week, obviously. The Pirate defense also forced two turnovers. Anytime you can go plus two in the turnover differential, that sounds like a recipe for winning, and that's what the Pirates were able to do this weekend. They look forward to playing the Campbell Fighting Camels coming up this Saturday right here on 94.3 The Game. For three, the game is your ECU flagship station. Your ECU Pirates host Campbell this Saturday. And you can catch all the action right here on the ECU Sports Properties Radio Network. To the end zone, 